This is IGN. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Ten movies down, 15 more to go. Welcome back to IGN's countdown of the top 25 horror movies of all time. If you haven't listened to the start of our countdown, check it out so you don't miss your favorite horror flick making the list. New episodes drop every week and cover five amazing horror films till we announce our number one horror movie on Halloween Day. We left off with the master of the zombie genre, George Romero's Dawn of the Dead remake from 2004. Let's continue our countdown. And whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Coming in at number 15, A Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984. By 1984, the slasher movies had been done to death. Excuse the pun. Just how many masked killers could you see before fatigue set in? But Wes Craven had a brilliant twist on these types of films. First, he created a killer, Freddy Krueger, who instantly stood out from the rest of the pack. His face was burned beyond recognition, but Freddy wore no mask and didn't stay silent. In fact, he had plenty of cruel taunts for his victims. More importantly, his domain was the dream world, where he could stalk and terrorize without any rules to bind him. If you ran away from him, he could just as easily be waiting for you as you approached. There was nowhere to hide from Freddy because we all have to sleep sometime, right? Featuring a more down-to-earth and relatable group of young characters than most slasher films, A Nightmare on Elm Street made a huge impact upon its release, thanks to its excellent conceit and amazing villain, and Wes Craven's talent at building tension and delivering the goods in his murder scenes. And with Freddy, Craven gave us one of the most popular, durable, and recognizable horror movie villains of all time. Seen to watch with the lights on? When Freddy gets a hold of Tina in her dream— we suddenly realize just how big the stakes are as her sleeping body is pulled up into the air and four fatal cuts rip into her. Coming in at number 14, Poltergeist from 1982. After Poltergeist, all of a sudden, quaint cookie-cutter houses everywhere became haunted death traps, ravaged by violent Native American ghosts who weren't too pleased about their current state of unrest. Director Toby Hooper and producer Steven Spielberg created a veritable masterwork that took the ghost story out of ancient castles and haunted mansions and shoved it, without apology, into the happy suburban track home. Almost every single part of this movie is so full of devastating wind, from Carol Ann's warbled white noise voice to frickin' angry trees that bust through your window to grab you, that one is almost able to forgive the less-than-warranted sequels. This house may now be clean, but your pants are going to need changing. Seen to watch with the lights on? Man, just pick anything. How about the guy who tears his own face apart? Or the malicious clown doll that loves to strangle? Or the vengeful zombies coming out of the swimming pool? This movie will hit you from every direction and leave you cowering in the corner. Number 13, The Thing from 1982. An alien with the ability to take the form of any life that it absorbs infiltrates an Antarctic research base, and soon 
the 12-man team is up to their eyeballs in slaughter, suspicion, and paranoia. John Carpenter's film has itself planted on either side of the horror and sci-fi movie lines. The thing plays fair with both genres, but leans more toward horror. The movie takes its time setting up the rules of the creature living amongst our heroes, while more importantly establishing each character, from Windows to McCready to McCready's beard, as people we actually care about. The practical special effects hold up better than you'd think, and Kurt Russell gives one of his best performances as team leader McCready. But really, the entire ensemble is excellent, as each character comes to realize that all is not what it seems in their camp. And that ending? We're still arguing about what it really means all these years later. Coming in at number 12, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. Like your film's bleak, bloody, and full of brutality, Toby Hooper's gruesome 1974 indie flick took the nefarious inbred mountain folk that we all cringed at in 1972's Deliverance and turned them into an aggressively insane backwoods clan of cannibals. Take a van full of young adults on their way to, let's say, smoke weed and hang out at a cemetery and let them run out of gas in the wrong part of Texas, then throw in the skin-suited leather face and some meat hooks, and you've got yourself a film that barely found a distributor because of its extreme levels of graphic violence. Psycho might have been the first slasher film per se, but the Texas Chainsaw Massacre simultaneously elevated and de-elevated the genre with its disturbing levels of sadism. Seen to watch with the lights on? It might not be the moment you immediately think of, but the two-minute-long scene where poor Sally is forced to dine with Leatherface's family, where she's tied to a chair made out of human parts and they all just laugh at her screaming, is pretty disturbing. Coming in at number 11... Rosemary's Baby from 1968. Get over Mia Farrow's bad haircut and watch this movie. You'll be surprised how much this unsettling creep show from 1968 gets away with for, you know, being in 1968. Roman Polanski's most conventional film outside of Chinatown is one of his best, telling the slow burn story of a young New York couple who move into an apartment building, which happens to be home to several Satan worshippers who want to use Rosemary's spawn as a means for Mr. Devil McBrimstone to enter our mortal realm. Pharaoh is perfect in the role of Rosemary, as she slowly unravels the more she discovers what shady cult dealings are happening all around her. The entire world seems to be conspiring against the most innocent of people here, as the devil watches from the wings and Rosemary breaks down. Polanski's lean approach to delivering chills further supports the storytelling rule that the more kept off screen, the more the audience has to imagine, and hence, the scarier. Seen to watch with the lights on, when Rosemary finally gets to meet her baby. And just like that, we've carved our way to the top 10 horror movies of all time. We're going to pause the countdown here for now, but we will be back next week for five more flicks. Until then, make sure you are all caught up and download our countdown so far. And don't forget to add any of the films you haven't seen on our countdown to your watch list and tell us what you think. My name is Tony Jackson, and of course, for more news on your favorite games and entertainment topics, make sure to visit us at IGN.com. You can also download our free app on your phone or console, and be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcasts. What's our number one horror movie of all time? Keep listening and find out. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. 
I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.